Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a space where the healing, liberation, and well-being of Black women is centered and prioritized. My name is Bree Mitchell and I am not only the host of the show, I'm also the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care as well as a self-care advocate. Here I share tips, thoughts, and conversations that are cultivated to pour into your self-care cup. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Well, well, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Happy Monday. I am really feeling excited to be doing this episode not because the episode in particular is just like some you know groundbreaking episode but man I just for for some reason today I just feel really good and I don't know I I just think that's gonna come out in my voice but um if this is your first time listening to the show I'm so glad that you're here for those of you that have been rolling with me for a minute thanks for support and assistance by listening to the show make sure that you share this with all your sister girlfriends and um let's continue to build this community so today I I don't know I was just feeling some kind of way I was just feeling some kind of way feeling good you know but I'm just like hmm I want to kind of reflect on some things I've learned in the past 10, 20, almost 30 years. Listen, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm going to be hitting 50 in a few years. I know that I don't sound like that, and I certainly don't look like that. Not that 50's old. Don't come for me. But um, I realize that I do have a youthful uh, appearance. And, um, yeah, I always used to think, like, what does a person feel like when they're in their, you know, because, you know, when you're young, you're like, oh, my God, the 30s, you're so old. What does that feel like? Oh, you're in your 40s. What does that feel like? Do you feel old? Uh, My mom is in her 60s. And I always ask her, like, (laughs) how does it feel to be in your 60s? But keep in mind, I'm going to be there in, like, you know, less than 15 years, so... I'm like, oh my gosh, like time is just going so fast. And so long story short, it just got me kind of thinking like about lessons and things I learned in my 20s, my 30s, even my 40s. I feel like like I'm really now just kind of starting to come into, come more fully, I should say, into who I I want to be as a person. 
I don't know how to really explain it. It's just taken me some time to get to this place. And really, as we know, life is a journey. We don't just magically one day, you know, arrive to this, to La La Land or this magical place. We're constantly growing and evolving and changing and shifting and learning and trying and winning and losing and, and all, all those things, right? But I was just thinking like, back on some of my previous experience, experiences when I was in my 20s, my 30s, etc. And I'm like, I think I want to talk about that today. So I'm going to be sharing, I don't really have the exact number, I will say four to six. <laughs> um, I guess kind of like reflections on life, if you will. Things I've learned along the way about myself, about life, just about things in general. So if you are in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, like like I said, we all kind of go through things in life and we do it all at different times. So as you are living your life, girl, and you're getting your glow up on and you're blooming into the season or uh, even if you're in a season of, you know, things are a little dry and you're feeling a little parched, you know, um, which is temporary. It's not, that's not, nothing lasts forever. I, that's one thing that's not on the list that I should have probably put that on my list. Nothing lasts forever. If you are in an upswing, things are going to go down. There's going to be low parts of your life. Everything is not going to always be a high. And if you are right now in this low spot, that's not going to be the case forever. Things are going to go up. Um, for me, I just feel like if I can just continue to have my life just be kind of sorted in the middle, <laughs> more often than not, that would be great. But I, I've come to realize that if things change. Things change. And, and, and they're not meant to be the same. It, life is not meant to be the same. We're not meant to be the same. We're going to have those peaks and valleys, highs and lows. But like I said, if I can just kind of settle somewhere there in the middle more often than not, I'd be a happy girl. I, I would be pleased with that. Um, but things change. Nothing stays the same. Nothing stays the same. Um, so that wasn't one of the things that I had on my list, but that just came to mind. But that is definitely one of the things that I have learned. But I wanted to just talk about things that I've learned in the last few years. But before I do, before I give you some of my my little insider secrets of life, um, let's do a little housekeeping here. Just two things. First things first. Uh, oh, if you will be home next, or I guess technically this Saturday, I believe the 30th, if I'm not mistaken. Don't forget to come out. We're having our waist beads and wine event. We're going to be getting together on Zoom. So it'll be a virtual session. And we are going to be um, doing some arts and crafts as a form of self-care. Letting our hair down, having a glass of wine, chatting each other up. You know, just having kind of like a girls' night out, if you will. Um, so we're going to be making waist beads. You're going to learn how to make your own set of waist beads, and we'll be tying them on. I can't wait to wait, wait to make mine. I cut off the ones that I had. I want to start fresh. So I've been looking forward to this event because I love the way that waist beads feels. Just a celebration of my beautiful body. Celebration of your beautiful body. So um, I will put the link into the show notes. 
and I would love to see you there. And you'll get a list of like the tools that you need. Very simple little list of things so that you can create your own unique strand or set of waist beads, okay? So that is on Saturday the 30th. And um, what was the second thing I was going to say, y'all? See, this is why I should have wrote it down. I forgot. If I remember it, <laughs> I will come back and um, and update. But I cannot remember what that second thing was that I was going to say, Lord have mercy. So then I guess there was only one thing that I needed to say. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into these things. Um, I kind of wanted to label it things I learned in my 20s. 30s, 40s, <laughs> uh, and beyond, but um, you get the gist, right? So um, let's see, let's go ahead and get into it. So the first thing, or one of the things that I learned in previous years is that, actually this, oh no, 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 that wasn't what I said. Uh, one of the things that I learned or experienced is that your life is truly going to change after you have a kid. Your life truly changes after you have a kid, um, a.k.a. always, ladies, make sure that a condom is being used. <laughs> Do not have unprotected sex when you are in your 20s unless you're ready for, like, the real deal, holy field. Y'all, like, I had my daughter. I got pregnant when I was 26, I guess. 26, I guess, because, yeah, I would say 26, uh, late, late 26, I guess, and um, honestly, I, I never thought that in my wildest dreams I would get pregnant. Don't, don't we always think like that? Like, it'll never happen to me. It'll never happen to me. You know, I don't know. I, I think when I was in my 20s, and I think a lot of us feel this way. You just feel like you're invincible. You can do anything. Nothing bad is ever going to happen to you. Not that my pregnancy was bad, but I'm just saying. Like, you were just like, you just out there young, wild, and free, I guess. And I just thought, I, know, I actually, I, I don't know, I just didn't, I didn't think about it. I know that sounds terrible, but, you know, this is a safe space for me. Nothing's really off the table, and this is my truth. I just never thought that it would happen to me. I didn't. I know that sounds bizarre. So to my ladies out there, like, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I had to say that three times. Make sure you wrap. It is wrapped before it's before you get tapped. Oh, boy. Sorry, that's not funny. But make sure it's wrapped before you get tapped. Seriously. Like, I and everything. It. I know that sounds crazy. Like, you're like, duh, obviously everything changes because you're having a kid. But, man, like, if you've never had a kid or, you you know, like, you've not, you've not experienced that yet, you really don't know. You really don't know. But, uh, I mean, you, you think you know, but you, you really don't know. Like, everything, like, your emotions, how you feel about life, how you view the world. Now you're a mama bear. Um, like, it, it just every, your body changes. Um, everything changes. You are not, like, I was no longer the most important person in my life. You know? I was no longer, like, the main, main deal. Now I have this baby. And times were hard in the beginning when I had her. I went through a lot of stuff. 
as a single mom, like fighting in the courts for child support and, you know, having friction in the beginning with the father, like everything changes. And there have been some absolutely amazing and beautiful moments too. I don't want to leave that out. There really has been, like you see your child and they just grow up right in front of your eyes. And you've just molded this little human into this amazing person. Um, and you're just like, wow, I did that. I, I survived. I remember when I first had my daughter, I was just like, how in the H-E double hockey sticks am I going to be able to pay for this child? How am I going to pay for daycare? How am I going to pay for clothes? How am I going to pay for food? How am I going to pay, like, and do all these things by myself, you know, because I didn't have like a big village. And that's another story for another time. But you survive and I survived and you make it, you make it like we, t like we tend to do. We make it work, you know, we make it do what it do. But like I said, your life will never be yours again. So to my younger sisters in the out there in the streets or, you know, doing your thing, having fun, living life. Like if you're thinking that it can't happen to you, it can. So just be careful out there, okay? Seriously, just be careful out there. So that's one of the things that I wish I would have kind of thought more about um, when I was younger. Like, just realize what you're doing that, and that, yes, you can get pregnant and your life can change. Um, the second thing that was, like, big for me that I was thinking about is, like, do not spend money or sign contracts when you are sad or in need of, like, an ego stroke. Like you need your you you need your ego you need a, you need an ego boost so I'm gonna go out and get this car because my credit's good not thinking about how you gonna pay for this car I did that several times several times and what it ended up doing was put me in a rut now that I'm in my forties the things that you do in the in your your twenties like it all has a trickle effect so seriously do not like spend money do not sign up for that credit card or those credit cards do not sign on anybody's dotted line when you are sad when you are feeling low when you are feeling depressed when you are feeling lonely when you are feeling scared when you just want to stunt on somebody because you have a, po a point excuse me to prove those are not the reasons to be uh Pulling money out of the bank, whipping out your credit card, getting new credit cards, trying to get a new car, trying to, you know, sign a contract for a, a lease on an apartment. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that's Those are not the right times. Trust me, <laughs> those are not the right times. And that is definitely like if I could go back in my time machine, y'all, some of these things. Like if I can go back in my time machine, going back to number one, I tell my daughter this all the time, like... Girl, I don't even know if you would be here because I would, well, actually she wouldn't be here. And I've told her that we've had this conversation. I, I can feel, I feel like I can be very honest with my daughter. Um, that's just how it is. She knows I love her, but it's just like, if I could go back in time in that time machine, my life would look so much different than how it does today. Now, how different would it look and what things would be different specifically um, I can't say, obviously, with, with a, a certainty for every single thing because all the decisions that we make lead you to this place. 
So all the things you do and don't do are going to lead you somewhere. But I do know that my life would look completely different, right? Um, so yeah, one of the biggest mistakes, you know, that kind of ruined me for a while was spending out of my means, excuse me, spending outside of my means, buying cars, signing contracts, trying to do all these things. But I wasn't like addressing the issues that were at the root of those financial type decisions that I was making when I was in my 20s and 30s. And so now I'm like <laughs> digging out of some of some of the holes that I created, you know? Those things don't just magically disappear and go away, especially if you don't get to the root of of your spending or the root of some of the things that um will have you reacting and doing things a certain way. So that's the second thing that I would say. Um another thing that I would say, I guess this guess this is number three, is Girl, negotiate your salary. We do not negotiate our salaries, typically speaking. We don't. We just like feel like I'm just thankful to get this job. You take whatever they give you. And then two years down the line, three years down the line, four years, five years, whatever, you're looking back and you're like, damn, I wish I would have negotiated for more, more perks, more days off, more money, more something, instead of just saying yes to the first offer that was made. Does this mean you might have lost a job or, or something? Yeah, of course, nothing is guaranteed. But it's like, when you get into that negotiating stage, this is where you fight for yourself. This is where you remember your worth. Because there's typically more that can be given. Like if they really want you, they're going to do their best. Just like you need them, they need you too. And I realized, I'm saying this, after I worked for long periods of times in jobs where, yes, I was getting paid well. I won't deny that. But I never negotiated. And you never know what else is on the table when you take that first offer. This is something that we are not taught. I'm not a man, so I can't say with certainty that men are taught this. But I can only assume that they are taught this. Now, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know. This is not something that I've studied or looked into. But the way we are raised as women, as girls, as young ladies, are different than how men are raised and boys and young, you know, young men, like they're raised differently than we are. We weren't taught to negotiate. We weren't taught to um, see what else is out there. We were just like, we got to go with, with whatever they offer us. Right. And so I think back and I'm just like, how would my life be different had I negotiated myself negotiated on my behalf asked for more asked for what I deserve not just said yes to the first offer how much money did I leave on the table what benefits did I lose out on that I didn't even know were available only because I never opened my mouth to ask I never opened my mouth to ask and that doesn't mean necessarily that there were more benefits or perks right but at least had I asked I would have known and then made my decision from there, instead of just saying, you know what, you offer me 55,000 or 45,000 or whatever, 
and I'm just gonna take it because I'm this is all you know I never really thought about asking for more or seeing what else could be added to that offer you know when you get that offer for that job that package you know and it has all your benefits and stuff I just assumed that that was it I just assumed that that I assumed that that was it I did not realize I understand it now but I didn't realize back then when I was in my 20s and 30s like hey you can negotiate, you know, you can ask for more. You can see what else is possibly on the table. I never did that. So that's definitely something that I learned. Um, let me get my notepad here and see what else I have that I wrote down. Uh, do, 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 do. uh let's see. Mm, this is a good one. And we know this to be true, but uh, I'm going to talk about it anyway. What what I put out or what you put out, it comes back. What you put out, it comes back, baby. What you put out, it comes back. <sighs> One way or another, it comes back. If it, it, it can be the things that you are speaking over your life. That comes back one way or another, for good or for not so good. It could be the way you treat people. It could be the way that you uh, handle your business. Like, just everything comes back. That fruit, like, what does the Bible say? You reap what you sow. It comes back. It comes back. And I can tell you, when I was younger, <laughs> I was a piece of work. I was a piece of work, y'all. And I'm still a work in progress. Don't get it twisted. I am still a work in progress, but I'm light years beyond where I was. When I was young, keep in mind, I was a hurt and scared girl, little girl that grew up into a hurt and scared and angry and bitter woman and that hurt and angry and scared like that that person evolved and I would do things I was mean y'all I mean talk about being a savage I was real slick with the mouth honestly real slick with the mouth like my friends knew like when I was in my 20s like <sighs> You better don't don't say nothing to her because she is real slick with the mouth. I was super sarcastic. I was always bagging on people. Do the kids still say bagging? You know what I'm talking about when I say bagging. Um, mean. Because I was hurt. I remember when I was in elementary school, like, or no, well, I guess in elementary school too. I remember in elementary school. Uh, there was this boy and I was so relentless in teasing him. And when I was in high school, there was this girl and, um, I remember I would just, oh man, I would just tease her. I would say, now this is going to sound corny, but keep in mind, this is like in the nineties. Okay. This isn't current. So, but, um, like when I was like a teenager, because I was in so much pain, I was going through so much, like I just, that was how I made myself feel better. If I could find some of these people and apologize to them, I promise you that I would. 
unfortunately I don't have access to like last names and some of the, like the one guy his name is so common there would never be a way that I would be able to apologize to him I don't know what his name is like last name uh in any case uh yeah the one girl in high school she was an easy target and like I would just be like calling her Elvis Presley and doing like the little you know when Elvis is like thank you thank you very much like just doing that stupid kind of stuff. Just being a real bitch. Excuse my French. I'm sorry, but that's just what it is. Y'all know I'm trying not to cuss, but that, I mean, I, you got to call a spade a spade. I look back on those times now that I'm older and I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed. And like I said, though, at the beginning of this, like you reap what you sow. Don't think that you're getting away with anything. I know that life is fun and good when you're you're young and your twenties and your thirties and you know or whatever stage you, whatever stage you 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 are in. Excuse me. What we put out, it comes back, and it may not even hit you necessarily directly. But if you're gonna have kids or like like just different situations, it does. It comes back. It comes back and it comes back harder. And so just that person that I was, like I said, that hurt person that was just like feeling like she had to lash out and be the class clown and talk about people and get people to laugh at other people and like me just kind of covering up my issues, putting the spotlight on other people or like, like I said, just being real, like sarcastic, man, I was so sarcastic sarcastic and it would make it hard for people like to like it was hard for me to be vulnerable let my mask or not my well yeah I guess let your mask down let your guard down let people in be soft like I always had to be Miss Macho Man or <laughs> that sounded funny um Macho Woman not Macho Man but you know what I'm saying Miss 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 Shady Miss Ice Queen Miss, Miss Sarcastic. And yeah, some of the stuff, I mean, some of it was obviously jokes and funny, you know, obviously, but I'm saying like, when it gets to the point where it's like extreme, because yeah, there are times with your friends, like you're joking and you're being funny and you guys are, you're, you're being a smart butt and, and all that stuff. But, and that I get, and I would, you know, do, but I would have different, it was like levels to it, if that makes sense. I could not just turn it off and not be like, like, for example, if I, I, I say something real slick and sarcastic or whatever, like joking, but it's like, I couldn't turn it off. Does that make sense? Like that was Brie, like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's what I'm trying to get across. I'm not sure if I'm explaining it the right way. That was me. Just this hurt chick that had to cover it up somehow had to cover it up somehow I had to I, I, I couldn't be show these signs of weakness but it's like like I said those things that I was putting out like it came back it came back it, so it, it comes back so I wish that was something that I really acknowledged and thought about when I was younger I do but those things, they do come back one way or another. So, um, like I said, you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Um, 
something else I learned along the way is to like you got to take care of your skin your hair your nails your drink your water like all of that stuff all of that stuff now obviously when you're younger or I'll just speak for myself since we're all different but like when I was younger you know like the skin I, I never really had like a huge problem with like acne and stuff Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off like that so I could get away with stuff but if you are in your 20s and 30s sis let me tell you get into a good like clean your face before you go to bed take that makeup off take care of your hair take care of your edges drink your water take care of your body like do all of that so that because you're gonna get older we all age we all get older and I'm so thankful that I don't know if it's the genes or because I drink a lot of water I, I don't really know but what I can tell you is I know for a fact that I don't look like I'm almost 50 years old. Call it what you want. So I, I'm, I'm thankful that I was taking care of my skin for the most part, not all the time, um, especially once I kind of got into like my late 30s and so. I was able to start taking care of my skin and plus I didn't wear like a lot of makeup. I don't wear like a lot of makeup. So I think that saved me too. I don't go out in the sun too much or like as far as 
just hours and hours and hours and hours every single day. You know what I'm saying? I think that helps me too. Helps to preserve me a little bit. So just make sure that, you know, don't wait until you're, you, you know, in your 50s or 60s. Not that it's too late, but I'm saying start doing these things now so that you can reap the benefits decade after decade after decade. Okay. Um, what else? Let me look through my notes here. Mm. On relationships, something else that I kind of was pondering about is um, like you don't have to have the quote unquote dream life and you will be a-okay. You will be just fine. I know that this dream is so that we got to be, we got to have a partner. We got to be in a relationship. Uh, I do believe that God did make us to be in relationship with each other. We're not I, I believe that he intends for most of us to be in a healthy relationship, to have a spouse, to have a partner. However, like I realized that when I was trying to force things, Lord have mercy, like, like don't try to force it. Don't try to force it. If this season is not your season to be in a relationship, don't force it. Because you're going to open up a can of problems that you just are not even ready for. Right? Um, one of my previous relationships, I feel like I was trying to force it. And things were just going haywire. And I was doing that because I'm like, well, I'm a certain age. I haven't been married yet. You know, <laughs> I got to I gotta look the part. I got to get married. People are going to think there's something wrong with me. I'm damaged goods, you know. But once that relationship dissolved, thankfully, um, I'm like, you know what, Brie? You may not ever get married. And that's okay. My dream, quote-unquote dream life, does not necessarily have to include marriage. Maybe I'll get married in my 50s. Maybe I'll get married in my 60s. Maybe I'll get married in my 40s. I really don't know. I don't know. But what I can tell you is that I don't have to have this dream life. Like, my life does not have to look like everyone else's. I know that being single and black and of a certain age is frowned upon by society. Like, if you're not married by a certain time, that means you're crazy, you're undesirable, you're going to be a cat lady, um, you're unattractive, you're too this, you're too that, you're too whatever... You know, we get all these stigmas the older you get. Like, if you, or, and if you don't have kids, you don't have kids by a certain age, that's a stigma. If you're not married by a certain age, that's a stigma. If you got a divorce, that's a stigma. You know what I mean? Uh, everything, everything is like a, is just a negative, you know? <laughs> everything is a quote unquote negative, right? Um, if you're a single parent, that's a negative. Like, everything is a negative. Everything is negative. Now, I will say that I do believe, like, I don't believe that I should have been a single parent. I put myself in that situation. I do believe that God, I don't believe that God intended that to happen for my life. I don't believe that was a part of God's will for my life to be a single parent. It happened because I did what I did. And it was what it was. But, um... You know, what I'm not going to allow life to do and society to do is to dictate how I feel about myself uh, because I'm a single mom, 
because I'm not married, because I'm of a certain age, like whatever. I'm just not, I'm not, I used to worry about that so much. Like, oh, I got to get married. I'm going to be in my 20s. Oh my God, that didn't happen. Oh, I got to get married. I'm in my 30s. Oh my God, that didn't happen. Oh, I got to get married. I'm in my 40s. I'm still in my 40s, but I'm not married, you know, and that's okay. It's okay. Like, I don't, I don't have to have, that doesn't need to be my dream to have uh, the spouse, the 2.5 kids, the, pick, the house with the, pick, the picket fence and the dog in the front yard and uh, living in the four bedroom, two bathroom house and uh, like, you know, all these things that we're supposed to have. No, no, I don't have to have those things and I will still be a-okay and so will you. Regardless of where you are right now, sis, you're going to be fine. You're going to be good. If it happens for you, fantastic. If it doesn't happen for you right now or it's delayed or doesn't happen, you know, whatever this thing is, you know, okay, you still going to be good. You still going to be all right. You can still continue to move forward with your life and do amazing things, have amazing experiences, have amazing relationships with friends and whomever like you know what I'm saying you can still you can still have the the world even if your life doesn't look like that I don't want to say cookie cutter because that sounds bad and that's not how I intend it right like if this if I'm describing your life when I say cookie cutter that I'm not saying that in a negative way uh that's why I keep trying to say American dream like if you don't have the American dream sis that's okay you still good All right. You are still freaking smart. You're still brave. You're still courageous. You're still lovable. You're still talented. You're still gifted. You're still gorgeous. You still all those things. You can be all those things in your ideal situation and you can still be all those things and you are all those things, even if you're not. Okay. Even if you're not. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I'm looking at my notes. Um, mm, I think this is the last one. Oh, actually, I have two more, I guess. See, this is why I didn't have them numbered. I have two more. These are just my little thoughts and reflections. Hopefully, you're picking up what I'm laying down here today on this fine Monday morning. Um, another thing that I would say is, uh, do not settle. That's something I would have told my old, not my old, my younger self, like, if I can go back in time. Do not settle and do not believe that you are stuck in any, oh, my microphone dropped a little bit. I don't know if you heard that squeak, but um, do not settle and do not believe that you are stuck in any situation and like this is as good as it gets. So I might as well, well, I'm stuck now, might as well just stay. I have wasted so much time in those type of situations. I spent years at a job that I, oof. I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) I don't want to tell you how long I stayed at a job that was just not for me. How many years I wasted in a situation that was not for me, job-wise and relationship-wise, right? Because you just figure, oh, well, I know what to expect. This is as good as it gets. This is my life now. (laughs) So I'm just going to go ahead and, and just... Stay in this lane. I'm not going to try anything new. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to settle. I'm just going to settle. Like that's how I felt for a long time. And I wasted so much time 
And it's like you waste energy too because even like your heart's not in it. You know it's not for you, but you, you, you force yourself to stay. You're afraid to jump out. You force yourself to stay and you waste so much energy trying to put all this like hope in this situation. All oh, things will get better. Um, oh, I'll be okay. But you're inside, inside, you're just like, oh my God, I cannot wait for this to change. But it's like you're having this sight, like this, this inner battle with yourself. That's how it felt for me. Like on the outside, it was just like this facade of like, everything's fine. But on the inside, I was just like, it was just like a... I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like this internal battle. Like, oh my gosh, this cannot be my life. This cannot be all that there is. This cannot be it. But out of fear or thinking like, well, this is as good as it gets. Right? I'm stuck now. You're not stuck. You are not stuck. Stuck, excuse me. And you never have to settle. You do not have to settle. So I do not want you to believe the lie that... You know, whatever you're dealing with, like, this is it. This is as good as it's ever going to get. So I just have to, I just have to deal with it. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, (laughs) ma'am. Absolutely not. You can always change. You can always go for something different. You can always try something new. You can always reevaluate where you are. You can, you, you have choices. You have choices. And you may not be able to f- change it and like like you flip on a light switch and lights on automatically. It may not be that sudden and fast. But you have choices. You have options. There are changes that you can make starting today. If you feel like you are settling in any area of your life, I'm going to need you to have a look at that. I'm going to need you to have a look at that. Seriously. Because life as we know, and I hate this phrase, I don't even like saying it, but we know that life is short. Even 80, 90 years is short, you know? But life is short. If you are 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, like you still, you have time. You have time. You have time. Um, the last thing that I would say, like, as I'm reflecting on things I wish I would have either known in my twenties or thirties, or, you know, spend a little more time thinking about is, um, what was the last one? Mm, Everyone else is not better than you, nor do that, nor does everyone have it easier than you. Everybody doesn't have it better than you. I remember when I was, like, younger, like, you have to understand that when I was growing up, like, if it, like if you've ever experienced childhood trauma, which a lot of us have, especially when it comes to, like, finances and not having and, you know, just different things I've talked about on the show before, you know, um, somewhere along the line, I got it in my head that everybody had it better than me. Everybody was much better off. Everybody was just living in Disneyland while I was living in hell, you know, and that carried with me for many years. But it's not true. It's not true. It's not true at all. Everybody doesn't have it better than you. I think that's just a trick. 
of the enemy so that you feel disgruntled, so that you feel depressed, so that you feel unsatisfied, so that you feel hopeless, so that you can feel like you're stuck and that there's, there's you know, nothing better coming for your life. And really to take it, take it a step farther, like, honestly, what, what's going on in other people's lives, especially people that I do not know, like, I, it's not even my business what is going on. And I have really had to change some of the, like, social media accounts that I followed and uh, different things like that because uh, I didn't want to put myself in a situation where I was seen on a constant basis, like, someone's fake, always happy and smiling life to where I was feeling like, what's wrong with me? How come I'm not eating breakfast on my balcony while watching the sunrise and with my spouse proposing with a 10 carat <laughs> ring. I just pulled that one out of my backside, but you know what I'm saying? Like, why isn't this kind of, why isn't this kind of stuff happening for me? Where is my perfectly curated and, and filtered life? How come, why is it just me that doesn't have, you know, these same experiences and things, right? I think part of it is the choices that I made. Number one, we all make different choices. And the choices that we make, like I remember how I said in the beginning, kind of like what you put out is what you get back. Like if you are coming from a place of low self, self-esteem, self low self-confidence, trauma, uh, you know, different things like that. Like, you're going to make choices based on that. When you don't, like, if you don't get to the root of what's going on, you make choices based on that, that like, low setting. And then years down the line, they just keep, you keep building and stacking. I think that's one of the reasons why someone's life can look different than someone else's who didn't quite have those same life experiences, that same type of mindset. That's one, just one option, okay? But besides that, um, nobody has the perfect life. Nobody has the perfect life. So what I had to start doing was staying in my lane, and by that I mean stop looking around and outside of me at different people and harping on what they had, what car they was driving, what their house looked like, what their spouse looked like, um, you know, just all those different, I don't want to say superficial, because some of it's not superficial, but just those kind of things um, that would kind of like hit me in the gut, like, see, you're not like that. Like those little whispers in your spirit, you're not like that. Your body doesn't look like that. Your man don't do that. Girl, your man don't do that. You need to leave him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just being dissatisfied. I don't want to live a life where I'm just dissatisfied and bitter and upset about everything. Because I'm still alive. I'm still here. I, I can create any life that I want. In fact, I am creating a life for me that I am learning to love more and more every day. So don't, don't worry about what other people are doing. Okay. Um, some people, and, and actually I will say this. Yes. Some people do have it easier than you. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
100%. There are people out there that do have it easier than you for one reason. There could be a variety of reasons. But yes, that is just how the world is. That's how the world works. There are people out there that do have it easier than you, right? In different areas of their life. Absolutely. But let's flip that. I want you to realize that there are people in the world that have it much worse than you do in different areas of their life. And they are looking at you like, oh my God, I wish. You know what I mean? So I just have to, I've been learning to just kind of put things into perspective. That has been like an important tool for my self-care toolkit, keeping things in perspective, right? Um, And I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but I'm going to make this kind of like my bonus one. (laughs) I don't think I did though. Um, Girl, we talked about sex before and this kind of goes along those lines, but You do not have to people please or do things with your body that you do not want to do to be loved or accepted. I must say that again. You do not have to people please, okay? Or do things with your body that you don't want to do just so you can be loved or accepted. That is something I definitely wish I could have drilled into younger Bree's head. I was living a lifestyle that was just really, I was, I really just was trying to, first of all, I was trying to exude like this. I had this like out on the outside, like this fake confidence inside. You have to understand I was really damaged. I really was. But on the outside, I wanted to be, I mean, obviously I said before I was just like real slick and sarcastic, but beyond that, it was just like, You know, I was just out there. I was just out there. And there were things I didn't do, like drugs and things like that. But when it came to like alcohol and sex, uh, like even though I didn't have sex until I was, I think I first had sex. Am I going too deep, y'all? I don't think I am. Happy Monday. (laughs) I don't think I had sex until I was like 21. So I know that's like a late bloomer. Um, but man, I was just like, I'm going to just have sex and, um, I don't know. I just, I would just do things cause I just wanted to be like accepted. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be in a relationship. I thought these were the things that I was supposed to do and, or people please, not even with like sex or your body, but just like people pleasing, you know? Just people pleasing in general. I thought that's what I needed to do so I could be accepted. But you don't have to do that. You do not have to people please. You do not have to do things with your body that you do not want to do. You don't. You don't. You do not have to do anything you do not want to do with your with your self, with your body, with who you are, just to be accepted or loved or liked or whatever the case may be. You don't. Okay. Um, yeah, I think now I have, I said I was only going to have like four to six things. I think child, I did like, what about 10, 20 things? <laughs> um, 
yeah, but those are just some things I was thinking about, like things that I wish I can go back in time and either change or tell younger Bree, hey, sis, let me pull you to the side for a minute real quick and talk to you about some things. Man, like I said, if we can go back in time, get in that time machine, like they say, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Hindsight is definitely twenty twenty. But um, for my experiences, you know, I, I, I am thankful I've learned so much about myself. I have learned so much about life. Um, I've learned so much about the person that I really want to be in this period of my life. Um, and it's all based on, like I said, the things that I've experienced in the past, the person that I was in the past. But um, I know that we can't go back in time and change things. But it's it for me anyway. It's it's good to just kind of see how far I've come. Things I used to believe about myself that now I realize are not true. Uh, ways that I have changed. Ways that I have grown. Ways that I have evolved. Some areas I'm still the same. Some things I'm working on. Um, you know, we're we're works in progress. We have to remember that you will never be perfect. You should never be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. Um, but I do realize that we're works in progress and that is, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing to be a work in progress. Okay. I don't ever want you to forget that. <sighs> I feel like I just had a therapy session. I hope that you found these kind of like insights and takeaways helpful y'all. I didn't know that I was going to kind of go in like that, but that's my truth. That's what we do around here. This is what Brown Girl self-care is all about. Like, not shying away from real talk, real conversations, real thoughts. Like I said, if you, if you saw the t-shirt in the shop, this is me. Like, I don't do surface level conversations. I hate surface level. I hate little chit chat kind of things that really, like, don't have a point. I don't know if that's a character flaw or what, <laughs> but that's just how I am. I like to get to the meat. I, I, I want to get to the real. I don't like necessarily, for the most part. There are exceptions. Uh, I'm not just some hardened, you know, whatever. I hope that's not what you think, but I just, I like to move beyond the surface. That's just, that's just me. That's just who I am. So these are the kind of conversations that I want to have on Brown Girl Self-Care. Because this is, this is going to, when we have conversations like this, when we can let our guards down and be real and stand in our truths, um, it's going to help us all grow and evolve. That's that's how I feel about it. So, yeah, that's it. Um, Man, I couldn't think of that second thing that I wanted to come back and tell you, which is sad because I promise you I had two things. I have no idea what that second thing was. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Gosh, I will say, though, that um, if you did not sign up for the... Uh, Jabez prayer challenge the 30 day challenge is started on the 24th which is Sunday you can go to rebrand.ly forward slash j-a-b-e-z challenge to get on the list you are right on time you've only missed one day um I'll put that in the show notes too I'm not even sure if that was the second thing or not I have no idea y'all I have no idea uh hmm yeah, I don't know. So that is it then for this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, if there were some takeaways for you, I would love if you shared it. 
Um, if you post something on social media, like in your stories, make sure that you tag me so I can see it and reply and comment. Uh, sometimes I miss them and then it's too late because the story has disappeared. <laughs> but I do see some of them for the most part. Uh, if you have a topic that you would like to see discussed, you can email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect at browngirlselfcare.com. And with that said, that's it again for this week's episode. I know that you're going to have a blessed and amazing week. I'm so excited for you. Happy Monday, sis. Um, And as always, just remember to pray, breathe, and remember that all is well. I will see you next Monday for another episode.